Welcome to the Educator Wellness Center podcast. This podcast is for anyone who serves in education. You cannot pour from an empty cup, and so this podcast will focus on practical self-care strategies that you can implement so that you can be at your best for your students, your family, your community, and most importantly, you. All right, welcome to uh, episode four of the uh, Educator Wellness Center podcast. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm a father, husband, high school principal, and uh, I thought today I would take you guys out on a walk with me this morning. Um, it's Sunday. It's uh, just after 6 a.m. Um, I've got uh, my border collie, Quinn, which I'll talk more about in a moment, with me. Um, it's about 9 degrees, the real feel, apparently. And uh, we had a nice long run yesterday. So today, just go out for... I don't know, maybe about an hour or so and get a walk in. Uh, I have to be back anyways within a certain time frame because um, finally my daughter gets to play some indoor soccer for her travel team. So they get to uh, they get to play a game this morning. And uh, so that's good. Like things are maybe trending sort of towards a little bit of a new normal. So when I used to do a, uh, a running podcast, um, I'd say about 90% of all my podcasts that I did, I would go out for a run. I would just take my iPhone, plug the headphones in. I did have a different recorder for a while and just kind of take um, whatever topic or whatever training or racing and, and kind of talk about that. So we'll try it for this one, right? This is definitely a work in progress podcast we'll have to see how the how the quality goes and probably you can hear the maybe the crunch of um, going over snow and ice and uh, you know it still amazes me even we had a snowstorm early in the week how many people still don't get out and like finish shoveling like as a as a common courtesy for people so today we're going to talk about um, how to create like your own personal wellness jar that you can utilize, uh, you know, whether you're at school, whether you're at home. Uh, but first I want to give you like, you know, just a little bit of um, an update, kind of what's been going on. Um, we are a house divided. Um, you know, the other day, I said I went and got my Pfizer vaccine, my second dose. So my wife yesterday went on a Saturday, because uh, that's when she had got it originally, and got the Moderna. So uh, same type of uh, side effects that I kind of had. Um, I think she's been a little bit more tired 
Um, but so we've had both vaccines now in the house and you know good for her in terms of that she got the second dose just days after uh, she actually returned to face-to-face -face learning so since March her district had been out she had been uh, teaching virtually you know some of it at home some of it going into school and then um, they finally went back to offering some sort of face-to-face -face learning option and again just to show like the wide range of differences with everything going on here during the pandemic in districts is that while we have been offering like a face-to-face -face option and then it's been um, a full day every day um, her district is doing like half a days so one two three four five or one two three four and then students go home and then she has office hours at the building and then five six seven the next day and there's just a uh, a rotation that goes so just to show like how different the districts are and, and the different ways that um, you know we're providing kids the opportunity to learn and for us to learn so um, I thought that was pretty interesting and then like I said I have my border collie Quinn here and she helped me teach a virtual yoga class this past week for staff in my district and it was one of those things where um, you know sitting and teaching while it's not our natural format right by by nature most of us when we when we teach or leading something want to be up and active moving around you know we feel like that little screen is really confining um, teaching virtual yoga classes is really <laughs> it's really a challenge um, so I've taught a few for like the new teacher Academy uh, that I work with in the county and I actually have a session upcoming this week and then someone had reached out and said do I want to try and teach some virtual classes for employees and so before the pandemic I had been able to teach yoga classes like after school for anybody in my building that that wanted to and then I would do one like up at the main building for people later on in the day because my school got out a little bit earlier so you know a three o'clock yoga class was not going to work for a lot of people if they were interested so we made it a little bit later and that is really you know obviously the preferred format right because then you could help make subtle adjustments you could walk around you could see people holding tension or tightness and trying to do it through a screen right that engagement piece is really difficult and so this past week when I had to teach the virtual class I had to pick my daughter up and so I literally once the kids left packed up my stuff went home I had worked out the setup the day before for how I wanted the um, where I wanted the tripod to be where I needed the computer to go and trying to find some space in the house that I could set up my yoga mat 
And of course I tried to set it up so that I could block everywhere where the dog couldn't get in. But she's pretty smart and managed to um, insert herself into the yoga practice where she pretty much laid at the top of my mat chewing a bone uh, for most of the practice. But the, the learning piece there was, right, when you start doing a yoga class and if you've watched any of them like on YouTube or whatever, uh, usually the instructor, right, is going through the flow, maybe offers some cues, but really never, right, is looking directly at the screen. They'll kind of go into the pose and do that. So it's a huge learning curve and, you know, it's a constant process, especially when you are like moving where you are teaching, trying to find the space and uh, working that all out. So that was, it was fun. Um, I've got a, two classes this week, one for the new teachers, another one for um, the, uh, the employees and like the feedback that I got was, I tend to teach a lot of restorative and yin type classes um, just because I kind of, A, that's really what I like, uh, B, I think when people are worn down and, you know, feeling a lot of stress or tension, um, that, that yin and restorative stuff is, while it may seem easy, it's really hard just to, like, sit in relax. So um, that is <laughs> that is that and I, I think you guys can probably hear like the amazing crunches. It's like you know the colder it gets the crunchier uh, when you step over stuff. So today let's talk about uh, creating your own personal wellness jar. And if you remember back um, I think it was maybe two episodes ago we talked about like what is self-care, right? And finding activities that are going to help you be, um, oh man, I seriously uh, started the podcast, forgot to start my Garmin. Oh, right? So if you don't record it, right, it never happened. So I just got like this power save thing and I was wondering what it was. I, like, I knew my watch was charged. All right, well, there went about a half a mile. That was never happened. All right, so back to our personal wellness jar and self-care. So this is something that uh, you can easily do or make within your classroom, right? Your office. Uh, you could even do it at home. And I've done this before um, in, in workshops and stuff and to see people leave with, usually I do it with like paper bags, um, is, is really kind of cute, right? Like it's, you know, you're taking your lunch with you, your brown paper bag. But find something that like is gonna work for you. Um, I've used a mason jar before. Like I said, I've used a paper bag. Uh, you could use a coffee cup, you can use it. Use whatever you want. And then, you know, because it is all about you and what you are doing, you know, you could use um, colored paper, you could use construction paper, you know, if you want to make it colorful, if you want to make it just kind of middle of the road, straight bland, 
Just take some index cards, cut them up, so something that you can fold into half. And then if you're at school, right, write down whatever it is during the day that you could do to engage in some positive self-care activities, right? We're talking about being able to take a moment, take a couple of moments to kind of recenter your energy, to relax, reset yourself, and whatever that might be, right? See if you can jot it down. So for example, like if I were to write some things down in, in for me, one would be that, you know, sometimes when I'm working on a task and I need a break because I can't concentrate for too long. And if I get a long break even, then I will set it up to make myself take a break, like set a timer, take a break. And one of the things I would put down would be to take a walk. Sometimes I just walk throughout the building, you know, and, and talk to students or staff, but the idea is just to get up and move, right? Tony Robbins, motivational speaker, you know, coach, um, you know, change your state, change your mind. So that would be one of the things that, you know, I would put in my personal wellness jar. Maybe it's that you're going to put up a dot within the classroom that maybe no one else knows where it is and only you know the purpose. And so the purpose would be if you put it into your personal wellness jar and you pulled it out because you're like, hey, I recognize I need a moment. What can I do? I'm gonna pull this out. And if it comes up and if it says to, you know, stare at dot or the color and take five deep breaths, then you do that. And so then the process would be just to repeat putting down, you know, a couple of self-care things that you could put in during the day and that you would commit to doing, right? Don't put stuff that's going to be like, if you hate like doing any sort of movement, right? Then that change your state, change your mind. And one of the things might be to, let's say, do a yoga pose, right? And don't put it in there, right? If it is to drink some water, then when you pull the card out, then, then you do that, right? You're only going to put in things that are going to resonate and work for you inside your personal wellness jar. And the same thing when you're at home. Now, maybe you have a little bit more freedom in terms of like what you have access to at home. So you can easily set yourself up with a personal wellness jar for, you know, at home. So maybe that's take a walk around the block. Maybe that is pull out my journal and write down all the things that I am grateful for, right? And so maybe you have two different ones. 
Now the purpose of this personal wellness jar and why you kind of want to write things in, right? Is that when maybe you are feeling some stress, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe you're feeling like I don't know where to start, you know, it's Thursday of a five day week and I just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel for some reason, like how am I gonna get through this? What can I do? Instead of trying to spend energy on thinking of those things to do and then how I'm going to do it, right? You've already built yourself a little system, a place that you can go and, hey, I know when I pull one of these out that I am going to have to engage in the activity. And maybe if it's only even for 30 seconds, right? Even if you have a classroom full of people that you can pull it out, you can notice and you can engage in that so that you, you know, can get through the day. You can get through the week. You can find a little bit of peace and calm. And so you can make it as fancy as you want. It can be a simple brown paper bag. It could be a mason jar. It can be whatever you want. You know, you can put it in the drawer of your desk. You can put it up, um, you know, on your desk to, to display it. But kind of whatever works for you. And just know that, that the idea is that when you pull it out, you're going to go with whatever is there. It's not going to be, hey, I'm going to go through and find someone that I one that I like because that's almost like going back to the beginning and saying, hey, I don't know what to do. Let me think of something. Oh, that finally resonates with me, right? You want to have an easy access to some self-care strategies that are going to work for you. So that's the idea of the personal wellness jar. Um, it's something that I have used and something that uh, I really like to share with people, like when you're first starting out, right? When you're trying to figure out what works, right? You can try on lots of different things and say, hey, this, this is gonna work for me at school. This really works for me at home. This serves neither. And, you know, putting down on your school one go take a 30 minute nap is probably not going to work the same as at home. So that's what I'd like to share with you today. Um, I'm excited that uh, I get to meet with new teachers this upcoming week, teach a couple of yoga classes, again, virtually. Um, it's something I'm still completely, like, uncomfortably comfortable with. Um, and just from the perspective of, like, if you go to a yoga studio, right, most of the studios that I have been to is that the teachers at the, the beginning of the top of the room will circulate, will maybe demonstrate a pose or two. But for the most part, they're walking you through the sequence, cueing, that sort of thing. Most of mine 
because I work with, you know, students, um, veterans, or anyone else. Most of the time, it's like very beginner. Most people have never done it before. So it's a lot of modeling and kind of working through, through the practice with them. So the upside is that, like, I get a double practice, right? I may get to practice at home, and then, like, getting to teach is the same thing. But it's a continual, like, learning curve, especially with the screen. And that is, like, the topic of uh, our new teacher academy this week is, like, all about being a learner. And I guess, I guess we'll talk about that next week and the different, like, modalities and, and things like that. So, um, if you like the podcast, right, if you've found the podcast, you can click the subscribe button. Uh, it's on iTunes, it's on Google Play. Maybe you found it through Podbean, or even if you were listening through Schoology. There's an email address. It's educatorwellnesscenter, all one word, at gmail.com. So that's going to do it for this week. Quinn and I are going to keep moving forward and I'll catch up with you down the road.